0: Queen. If I am the book, you are the fire and I burn like a book Don't know how this one ends till I die And the honest part of reliable is the lie The greater the power, the more the abuse You are the hand, I worship the bruise This romance is dead, I guess I'm a necrophilia need to sacrifice I am the cross and you are the Christ so whoa, whoa. I well I missed you so much ditto I, was, I missed Time you too. all summer beep 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 beep, 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 beep children Hello, welcome friends.
1: we're welcome.
0: back we are we're back. like we're like herpes
1: Just when you think we're gone, we pop back up.
0: Oh, my God. And here we are now. More stressed, more heavy with child, and more unhinged than ever.
1: I'm just heavier. (laughs) I like chocolate, and I like cookies. So...
0: I'm not even going to joke around that this season is already going off the rails because it basically has no rails.
1: None. Not Um, a conductor. Nothing.
0: This is like technically that part of the Polar Express where that train full of children is like careening across the frozen lake and the lake is like breaking. That that's is the thing, right? That's the thing. I'm not <laughs> just us. picking up in my head because I swear I've only seen I've that never movie seen it. like one never time in total. I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've never seen it. But
0: I'm pretty sure that's a thing that happened.
1: Probably. And that's so, us.
0: That's us right now. Oh my God.
1: Yeah. I, I'm going to be jumping off. I'm like a hobo this season, if I may. I'm a stepmom this season. If you won't see me as much. But you will have amazing co hosts, and it's gonna be like you don't even miss me. You're gonna be like, Who even is Christina? Nobody cares.
0: You know, I love my Christina, and I love my Christina hardcore, but I am pretty excited for some of the people I yes. have coming on as guest co hosts. So, and I think they're pretty excited as well. Our lineup for the first half of this oh. season. Has me <sighs> drop it, dropping my jaw. I am so stoked. Can we can we talk about some of
1: these people? We're going to be
0: oh, talking to Oh, my God. Go ahead.
1: I will be talking with Miriam, of course, with Spaghetti Benetti, who we have today. Mr. Chandler Morrison is coming back because he didn't get enough of us yes, the first time around. Next episode. Um, so enjoy me looking like a complete fool. And... I will be here for Harding's interview because I'm a fangirl. So who are you taking care of?
0: I believe that I will be talking with the amazing godfather of splatterpunk, Brian Keane, the OG of it all, Mr. Yes. Brian Keane. At this point, he man poor man is recovering from COVID, but I believe he should be episode number 3 of this season. I will be co-hosting with him with my dear Dustin Whalen, Captain Crippy from TikTok, who was the whole reason we had our swan dong submission contest last season. I also get to spend time with Paula Ash and a very special co-host. And I believe I will be, to- oh my God, I can't even remember who all I'm talking Triana. to. Triana. Holy shit. Oh yeah, Triana. TikTok. You'll be doing so Triana. Triana.
1: Oh. <laughs> and if you guys, here's the thing. <laughs> if you guys have not seen his thirst traps like they have me rolling because it's just like so hard they exude like sexuality <laughs> but like I've read his books so I don't like have that but I know that there are fans that are like drooling on himself and it's just funny
0: that is the funniest thing about triana is because having had the opportunity to meet him Mm -hmm. in real life and hang out with him like that is not the vibe that i have for christiana in any way shape or form i'm like you are like the brother i always wish i had you're like that's that's what he feels like teddy bear like you would have been the best brother to me ever and I watch these videos and all I can do is laugh <laughs> yeah. and it's not that he's not adorable because he I just he, can't wait to but his I I, lo- I I love him but I love bear even more
1: right right like it's can like
0: Calmanal get- and bony I'm like you guys are great but let me pet your dog right like yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hello, pepper. <laughs> like, like I see you and I acknowledge your existence, but I'm not interested at this moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, you know. <laughs> I have, so. I have some other people and we have, quite a few people in the lineup here and we apologize yes. right now because this intro is going to be a little longer than usual because we haven't had a yes. chance to yap at each other in months you guys have missed us. and we have you so much to tell you so if you don't like our banter go ahead Bye. and keep clicking forward the interview will probably start in about an hour or so <laughs> not really but maybe some um but uh I totally forgot what I was going to talk. Oh yeah, the second half of the season. So we do have to take a little break in the middle so I can pop out this baby that I'm having. Um but we best should be getting best. back to it hopefully February, March of 2023. Uh if not sooner depending on how I feel. Um and the second half of the year looks amazing and there may be a few surprise additions prior to my delivery at the end of november so we'll see what we can work in before my world starts doing some barrel rolls here um let's talk about what we read over the summer do you have anything in particular that you would like to <laughs> recommend to the people friends
1: friend friends everyone involved where do you want to start do you want to start
0: i picked other you know five I picked five. I don't know. Are there five? Picked, Can you narrow it down three. to five? Okay. I picked three. I only picked three.
1: You want me to go first?
0: Yeah, go ahead. That's right. I have to find a picture of one of mine because it's on my Kindle and I don't have it in paperback yet.
1: This one. Absolutely.
0: Tell, the, tell, the, tell our pod streamers it is, what that is. It is
1: Notches by Mike Ennenbach. He writes one in here called Persephone and if I don't understand why this isn't being taught in schools because this is fucking stunning this is one of the most beautiful things I've ever read in my life I'm slapping Absolutely. on the N and no questions I,
0: I, I need to get I really need to start reading his stuff you sent me cuckoo ages ago with his permission and I just found it in my email again this morning I was like fuck my life
1: yeah Jesus and then, Christ oh my god
0: seriously this one
1: um I don't typically put an author twice on my top 10 list. Yeah. Second one on my top 10 list. Is Beautiful. Yeah. What else? Stunning. Jane Doe by our own Ash Eric Moore. Okay. Have you read this one? No. Girl. Okay. This one, you think it's going to go one way? Totally goes another way.
0: Oh, Just... smash ass. Hitting us smash with ass got me.
1: He got me with this one because, like, you're thinking in your mind, don't kidnap women. And then you're like, don't kidnap women. And it just turns. It just turns where you're just like, "Wait, what? And it don't was. Don't kidnap women. Oh, don't, don't kidnap women. Don't kidnap women. Ooh. <laughs> but it's even like, it's not what you just pick it up. It's pick, I think it's like five bucks on Amazon. Just ah. pick it up. Do you want to know what emotional torture looks like and emotional damage? Heart murder? Not heart murder. Emotional damage. Because heart murder is something that I will expect from a specific author. This is more emotional damage where I wanted to chuck the book, but in a good way.
0: Oh, I saw you posting about this. Okay.
1: Reincursion.
0: By based, Ryan Harding. Based, and on Jason cover, Tavner. based on this cover based on this cover i am think. not sure what think. to expect what right. is the concept here because i'll just tell you right now please i tend to be a cover person right and the title doesn't give me much right. so i but based on that cover no matter how cool it is i'm not sure if it would be my vibe
1: it will be and i'm going to tell you why so reincarnage is the first one this technically can be read standalone um and you're still going to get everything that you need reincarnage was
2: started
1: in your face all the way through tension building this one is a slow burn at the beginning and you get to know all about the characters and begin to form emotional relationships with them and then they just fucking ruin your life.
0: Oh, Game yeah. of Thrones style. Fantastic. Yeah. Because and that is Reincursion. This is Reincursion, re-incursion by Harding yes. and ta- Tavern? Jason Tabner. Jason Tabner. Yes. And
1: for our listeners, a little birdie told me that there is an email in this book. That if you take out mail in it in the actual email address and you send a message to a specific character, you'll get a bonus chapter that no one else has read. Shut I was up. I'm literally the first person to get it, and it is
0: perfection. Shut so, up. Yes. That's freaking wild. So you
1: didn't hear it from me. I'm not snitching. <laughs> wink, wink. Is That's that not crazy?
0: Cool? I, that love, I love I
1: yes. love stuff like that. I did too. That's why I was like, and it was funny because like I'm an idiot <laughs> when I send emails and I was so embarrassed that I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go balls out and send this poor man, you know, this poor man a dumb email. And I did, and I got a chapter
0: back. So I love anything that comes with little Easter eggs. Like you have a Spotify playlist for your book. I need it, like that stuff gives me life. Well, <laughs> just so you know, Harding is. I see. She's literally got like 150 tabs in this book, y'all. For those of you who are just strict listening, <laughs> it's, oh, just it's, just it's like a freaking Post-it rainbow.
1: <laughs> just wait until his um, interview, and you see one of his books. Just one has over 170 tabs. Just one girl yeah
0: honey your brain is
1: bad (laughs) just get prepared marion i've been yakking tell me some stuff you've been reading
0: the first one i want to talk about is Jeff's. i want to read that so bad
1: (laughs) (laughs) i want to read that so bad
0: this collection is fantastic Jeff Strand's one of our OGs, and I have to admit, my first introduction to him was through uh, Baker's Dozen from Candace Nolan's Uncomfortably yes, Dark Press, and Who's um, one? One right, I both. had very fleeting interactions with him at AuthorCon, and yet still managed to fall in love with just his sweetness, and then um, uh, slowly but surely, I've been, like, crawling into Jeff Strand world, and now I just I, Adore him. And this collection is hilarious. The stories are just like just several pages in length. I had the chance to hear him do um the crazy car sales mm-hmm. <laughs> reading at AuthorCon, and I have not laughed that hard in my entire existence. It's been a long time. That freaky Briefs. It is free through Amazon Kindle Unlimited, yes. and I cannot recommend it enough. If you like horror plus comedy, this is the way to go. One of his personal best friends is somebody, I also read an amazing collection from this week uh, summer, which is A Bouquet of Viscera oh, by Bridget that Nelson.
1: That cover.
0: Can we just pause for a second? Everything talk about, about this beautiful book, even cover? the inside oh. of the book. I yes. know that. Look at that! Oh, Is that and not And if you
1: fantastic. guys aren't listen- if you guys aren't watching us, it's really beautiful. Like flowers around the um, edges of every single page. Holy cripes! Isn't that gorgeous?
0: Yes. You sold me. I have to buy this. This is an amazing collection. And this woman, this is her first collection. And she proves in this collection, she can do everything from creature features to cosmic horror to supernatural thriller. uh, She just hits every single mark and she hits it with finesse. I read this entire thing in like two and a half hours because I could not put it down. It was my children were just like, standing in the pool like why are we still here because I read it while we were at the pool and I was like because I'm not done yet keep swimming (laughs) like we're not going anywhere until I'm done and then um, earlier on I read Junet's sonnets the clown hunt I hate clowns but this takes it for a total total twist and she writes splatterpunk better than I'm sorry I love all of our splatter dudes but Judith Sonnet is the reigning champ. She is my champion of splatter. Like if you want disgusting, gross, horrendous, horrific, just absolutely horrible. She's a bamf. (laughs) And Judith won the gross out contest yesterday at Killer Dawn in Texas. And you know who took second place? Who took second Bridget Nelson. I love these two women so much that if something happens to my husband and I'm like on my own, I'm literally going to get in touch with both of them and be like, will you build a commune with me and can we just all live together and be the weird ladies that everyone thinks there's something really creepy going on? And just like raise all of our families together because you are the kind of women you can come to, you can come from Alaska. Oh, we'll sweet, get you sweet, down here sweet. because you are the kind of people I want helping me raise my children.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I am not.
0: Oh, did, they are marvelous. Read,
1: have you read from June a uh, Judith? Have you read um, your God can't save you? Not yet. Okay, so Harding and I, Buddy, read that. And it is the novella at the end fucked with me so bad.
0: When I say it Banff, I mean so Banff. Like Judith good. Sonnet, she's going to have a, she has, away. she's built a legacy already. Oh. And not enough people know her name. Like oh, her name needs She's getting to be out there. Justice Record. I would really like to have her on the second half of this season. We haven't I, spoken she, to her about it. She, she is. I she is. Oh, she's, she's on our list. I we need to talk with Miss Judith because because mm-hmm. I got some things to say. When you think Splatterpunk, it shouldn't just be Triana Beauregard, uh Volpe, Rath, James, White, one La- What are the first names that should pop into your head? Is sonnet I'm just saying it now. Definitely getting there.
1: I think she's still a little too new to be exactly she's want. so
0: prolific at, but we, oh, she's
1: getting there oh oh i and do then, have clown hunt in my uh to be read though i did buy that one
0: it's a great one was, uh, if you have what? not what? read oh, elias with so the black farm this was not oh, what i expected on this is like uh-huh. what dreams may come if you're having the worst fucking trip of your life And this was way beyond anything I have ever expected it to be the layers to this on a very superficial level it is one of the most brutally violent books I have ever read in my life and there were times where like it caught my breath what I want to read that I was seeing in my mind it's hard. But then on a secondary and deeper level, it takes you into some emotional places where you really like question yourself, your perceptions, your judgments, how you would handle things. Cowardice versus bravery, humanity versus monstrosity. Amazing. And then another one that's humanity versus monstrosity. This is not not Splatterpunk. I haven't heard of that one killer bunny charlie also known as killer bunny usagi she is like my new adopted baby i am just i love this girl so much she sent me this was recently translated from french this is a french canadian author patrick senegal now this is not splatterpunk it's not uber violent the violence in this book is simply there because it has to be there. And it's written in that way where your brain fills in the gaps. <laughs> Ooh. She sent me this plus the film adaptation. But this book is about a man whose elementary age daughter is brutally essayed and murdered. The perpetrator is found and pleads guilty. But father decides that the justice system is not going to be able to offer a punishment harsh enough and gives himself seven days to take justice into his own hands. And it is incredibly clever, thoughtful, smart, brilliant. This is Seven Days by Patrick Senecall. You can get this on Amazon. This is one of the best books that I've read this year. Even though it is not splatter, I would not consider it subversive. I couldn't even classify this as psychological thriller. If I had to shelve this in a library or at a Barnes and Noble. I wouldn't know where to put it. Right. Wouldn't know. That sounds probably amazing. just lit fic, but it is books. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Put it in
2: books, books.
0: <laughs> with all kinds of trigger warnings.
2: <laughs> right.
0: Wow. <laughs> but one of the most brilliant books that I read all summer and I never would have known about it if it wasn't for Charlie. So one, 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 one child, this is I thought about this wow. book for like five days after I finished it, lost sleep over it, would like wow. wake up in the middle of the night and think about it. And oh yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. That so those sounds... are my recommendations from the summer.
1: You got five. I got or yeah, you got five. I got three.
0: Yeah, but I mean well, we we have we have plenty for the people. It'll Oh my we, god. But here's the plenty. thing. Like They're gonna hear all about it all year. (laughs) I, from
1: when we stopped recording and went on our break to today, I think I'm close to a hundred. So, like,
0: how do you pick? I, I. And when you read as many books as we read, the ones. Okay, so I think what y'all need to understand is when you read as many books as we read. The ones that we choose to talk about are the are not ones easy. that are going to have the most standout value. There's a reason those were the ones that popped into our brains is the ones that we were like, oh, yeah, I need to speak about this book because, you know, five out of probably the 2025 20, books I read over the summer. Like, these were the ones where I was like, I have to say something about this. But it's not, but it's not
1: that, like, we don't enjoy the other oh, books. Oh, I love almost every book I read.
0: But we just... only have so much time and energy to give yes. to things anymore. Yes. And so when That's something good. has that really special spark and mm. you hear that come out of our mouths, it's worth picking up. Maybe. At least in our opinion. Maybe. Maybe.
2: Maybe. Maybe. Yes.
1: I, mean, I think it is i i feel like i screw everybody the void all the time yeah fart on them it. Okay. <laughs>
0: <Bart laughs> i does. do what i want
1: I, uh, <laughs> so fun story talking about reading time my reading time will go down now because i start homeschooling both kids tomorrow
0: me too now i'm not homeschooling but with the start well, see, of school and everything that comes with it, we, we get, and plus the start of this podcast. As soon as we start this podcast, y'all, we just start reading the authors we're about to be interviewing so that we yes. don't sound like dumb fucking idiots.
1: <laughs> like
2: other people,
1: but you know what? We're just going to go past that because you know what? I do hot takes all the time now and I, I just don't want to get canceled before. I talk to the people this season that I want to. Talk I will to. fire you. But after that, show. you can cancel me all you want to.
0: I will fire you. <laughs> Don't get me canceled.
1: Right? No, just I'm a nice lady. Yeah, I'm the bitch. <laughs> She—it's like good cop, bad cop. you think about it, like, uh, because Marianne's so sweet. If you're on her Facebook, like, she's so sweet, and I'm over here, like, this is fucking pissing me off today, and. Like, I know. And I'm like, I don't whoa! Know.
0: Christina, I don't... It's okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fired up.
0: Wow. I'm sorry this is happening to you. This is really hard.
1: <laughs> do you need to talk about it? Do I? De- do I need I'm to be? De- I'm always estimate? here for you. <laughs> I'm such well, a bitch. Like, seriously, I don't know how I have friends. I really don't.
0: You know what? That's one of the reasons I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about spaghetti, talk oh! About spaghetti? Oh! oh okay so we are Should super we? excited for today's season two premiere guest welcome y'all to episode 16 of mothers of mayhem and extreme horror podcast um yes this is episode 16 is it it is oh we yeah we have it declared is. it episode 16 because right. last season we actually did months. not do an episode 16 and the only person who noticed was Drew Stepik and his brain is bad and he still because <laughs> <laughs> costs- none of you other people noticed that none of you yahoos out there said anything about mom where is episode 16 so don't even come at me on the facebook group and yeah pretend like you knew Mm-mm. because no oh i noticed no, i noticed Yeah, no you say that now mm-hmm. you Lion, liar.
1: liars. you're Lion, liars
0: yeah liars. yes none of you noticed the there was no episode 16 so welcome to episode 16 spaghetti and the meatballs <laughs> I
1: like that. I like that. I like that. I'm digging it.
0: Do you have any,
1: uh, do you have any of your amazing, um, Oh,
0: biographical hidden information? secrets. I always yes. do. I always do. I always Please. do. Okay. you ready. All Please right. Start us off. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so spaghetti spaghetti. spaghetti.
1: <laughs> love it. I love it already. <laughs> Jesus
0: spaghetti Benetti, AKA. RJ Benetti, a.k.a. Jamie Bonetti, a.k.a. Robert Bonetti, a.k.a. Jim Bob Longardi, a.k.a. This man has so many fucking aliases, I don't even know who the hell he really is anymore. Just to make this incredibly interesting for you, this is the first time I'm actually going to give you biographical information, and it will sound ridiculous, mm-hmm. but it is actually true
1: let's see let's see let's see what we're working with
0: i am not shitting your dick this time i swear
1: let's see let's see see if there's this nerd
0: this nerd (laughs) is honestly and truly a part-time stand-up comedian with a full-time job in dc that is top secret and i'm actually not allowed to talk about it because it's dangerous for him and that's real wait till you see this kid you're gonna be like seriously and we're gonna be like seriously I know the more I try to impress upon you that what I just told you is real the more it's gonna sound fake (laughs) but like spaghetti is our friend so Christina and I know what's up but that's only because he's basically like our little brother now and we really can't say anything about who this person is in real life because fam protects fam you know so like (laughs) This is the first time where I, I was like, actually, the I real stuff about RJ is as better than anything I could make up. <laughs> yeah. Now, just wait till we get to Triana's
1: episode. I'll have some good I stuff. I hate to do this. <laughs> I, oh, wait till Harding's. Um, <laughs> I do not want to start this season off on the wrong foot, but I must validate
0: everything that Marion said. Right, one hundred percent stamped correct. Yes, we. I just put her in a position where she actually has to validate the absurd bio information that that I just provided you. I feel like
1: that is that's us. (laughs) That's just us because usually things are so, you know. Yeah. At this time, I validate and appreciate the effort you put into his
0: bio this time wow thank you because it was actually all real you know that's all you need to get real biographical information uh out of me on this show is to just live a life that's completely absurd
1: absolutely absurd
0: and i'll be like yeah you got it that's all i'll tell them all about it
1: (laughs) make us not lie that's all right (laughs) <laughs> don't make me make shit up like do you know how exhausting that is to make shit up all the time I know right they know. just they don't they don't care they do don't you care. know
0: how hard it is for me to be funny you guys oh god
1: I am so not funny and that's the worst part <laughs> <laughs> I'm not funny and I think I have that to I try
0: really hard
1: I have to practice in the shower so you know what come for me <laughs> I do too. So I'm
0: always I'm like, funnier after, after like... we tape the episode.
1: Yes, or it. before, or before we're like, we're so funny, and then we I'm get on free. here and we're like, we're so. We're hopefully stupid. you guys missed us because <laughs> this is what you're getting. Congratulations! Oh. Buckle up, season two.
0: Oh, before we uh before we jump into spaghetti time, please. I would just like to give one huge enormous shout out to Captain 3 Kidneys Mr. Jay Wilburn <gasps> Jay Wilburn is the father it. of independent zombie horror um he also continue continuously both him and Peter Caffrey keep just punching death in the face which I mm. god I fucking love it and Jay finally had a chance to like lean into our show and start listening. And he has become one of our best supporters and like most vocal fans, especially on the community group. And we're going to get him in here probably in the second half of this season, even if he wasn't, you know, we're going to get you, Jay. You're coming. You're coming on the show.
1: (laughs) I I am a huge fan. J. Wilbur Van Girl and I have been since I read Seer Sucker Motherfucker I was like after this I will read this man's grocery list I don't care and so they were at him and Frank Edler were at um, Scares That Care and I was having a really fart ass day they took a picture together and Frank sent it to me Aww. because they knew Aww that that would and it I think that maybe my favorite picture of the year
0: and y'all when I went to author con in Williamsburg this past spring I literally stopped at Wilburn's table and bought every single book on his table and then shipped them to Alaska (laughs) (laughs) for Christina because she loves Captain Three Kidneys so much and I'm have a fucking zombie tattooed on my arm so i'm a zombie fangirl which is why i love me some wilburn and some keen um but yes jay
1: we love you jay like you.
0: i we're coming you for so you much. we weren't gonna bother you this season because we try to be sensitive about people's life stuff but you've thrown yourself into our spotlight yeah. so now yeah. now yeah, we is. don't care
2: <laughs> sorry about your luck.
0: we don't care how tired and fragile you are we're gonna bury you an in intrusive questions. i <laughs> get it get ready get oh, ready boy
1: I, like, I am about this one because like i am i'm a huge fangirl and i try to like not like some of them just know and like i feel a little bit more comfortable with like being weird but i try to be kind of not weird with wilburn but like he knows I feel like he that's, fucking knows
0: i was gonna say i feel like that's not necessary yeah but i feel like the weirder you are the more comfortable jay wilburn will feel with you <laughs> right oh well get prepared because i'm fucking weird <laughs> <laughs> she's your really? girl jay in oh, the meantime oh in the meantime i would like to impress upon all of you the importance of you going to both godless and amazon and buying everything jay wilburn has ever written so that you are formally and thoroughly prepared for when we get him on here in the spring because that episode will probably be four hours long so
1: <laughs> especially with me my fangirling because i'll just start going off on tangents like i did with morrison and then it'll it'll but you guys know so it's not like you tune in because i'm intelligent you tune in because you like to see me act like a complete fucking fool
0: yeah that's it pretty much that's why i keep you around
1: the only reason she
0: keeps me around (laughs) because i make her look good (laughs) and believe me that requires a lot of effort (laughs) but not for me because
1: this is all natural oh also spoilers spoilers cursing shocker so we're probably going to talk some shit about Benetti's stuff so if you don't want to learn about we spoilers, are going then... to
0: talk shit about Benetti to Benetti's face yeah
1: <laughs> I've heard also that Dwight might be making
0: oh my god he better he better or the show is fucking over <laughs> then this not even show gonna, is we're all not even you gonna get. we'll be like Bonetti, are you there is Dwight there no bye bye <laughs> thanks for listening to Mothers of Mayhem suckers oh right is it spaghetti time
1: fine
0: it's spaghetti, spaghetti
1: time.
0: time let's do it oh, let's do it oh, let's get that meatball in here okay here we go let's see oh it's bannetty hamster butt stuff stop uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You should know what's gonna happen. How
3: are ya? Good. How's it going? Where's the your best dog? friend? Where's oh, the hello, dog? My
0: spaghetti?
3: <laughs> huh?
0: Where's the dog? Oh. Hi,
1: Hello, is that?
0: Dwight.
2: Get a close You're up.
0: the only reason we're here today. Yes, you are. Hi, pal. I I'm love like, you like, Make him go away. Look, he's like
2: make
3: them <laughs> go
0: away. I just, <laughs> yeah,
3: I just found out we have worms. <gasps>
2: no. <laughs> yeah, I say
3: I say Ooh. we have worms. It's like we're pregnant, how people say that Technically
0: <laughs> you are. Yeah. I am very, very happy to be sharing this experience with you and Dwight right now.
3: Oh, yeah. 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 We're excited. We're excited. That's
0: great. <laughs> oh, RJ Panetti, welcome to the Mothers of Mayhem. We love you.
3: Oh, uh, love you guys. Thank this, you for having me. This I'm, is I'm a, honored to be on here. Yeah. A, well, yeah.
0: Well, 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 of all people, who deserved to be on the show, it would be you because this is an important time to note that if it wasn't for you and your hamster butt stuff, mm-hmm. this whole Marion and Christina thing wouldn't be. It wouldn't exist because we found each other by bullying you on Facebook.
3: <laughs> uh, I feel it like did. it would have happened with someone else though. There's, nah. this, there's probably another nah. gross person. No.
0: no, I don't think so. no. Nobody else. Nobody else is writing about
1: you know fucking
2: hamsters.
0: I was gonna okay. say uh, was if there was, that was anything true. that was gonna bring Marion and Christina together, um, it was gonna be hamster butt stuff.
1: Oh, without a doubt. I mean, I don't
0: yeah. know that anybody else could have produced
1: that magic. Hey, Brian Keene, not interested. Bonetti's <laughs> here. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah.
0: oh, oh. Well, let's talk about that. So Mm. you were just at Scares That Cares, weren't you? In Williamsburg for the charity weekend, correct, sir? So you were at Scares That Cares. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
0: In July. And you were doing the Gross Out Contest, correct? Okay. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: And what was it that you read at the Gross Out Contest?
3: It was the the very beginning, like first chapter prologue of Hamster's Ball. Um, uh, which is a masterpiece, we masterpiece. just
0: like to say. Uh, and they give you a time <laughs> limit, don't they? You're only allowed to read so much.
3: Yeah, it's three minutes. And then if the audience wants you to keep going, um, it's like by way of round of applause, you can have three more minutes.
0: I heard something very special happened for you. Yeah. Tell us about it.
3: I won. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You can expand a little bit
3: on that. Oh, no. Eddie he
0: won the gross out contest with his hamster butt stuff. But not only that, I heard that Brian Keane made a very pointed statement
3: Oh on yeah. your
0: behalf.
3: Yeah, he had like a moment. Um, it was kind of like a Breaking Bad, I am the one who knocks moment. Oh. <laughs> but he had a moment where he's like, I am Brian Keane. I can change the rules. So like I was able to finish the the first chapter. Uh, That's (laughs) huge.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Right now I have plans to bring him. uh, I should be sitting down with him two weeks from now.
3: Oh, he's awesome.
0: Oh my God. Oh, I love him. Simply from having had that chance to meet him briefly and superficially way back when we were in Virginia together in April. But um. I can't wait to talk to him about this because I want to get his take on Hamster's Ball because honestly I've read well both Christina and I have read almost everything that you've written she probably has read it all and because I'm I have. a garbage woman I have yet I to have. catch up with all of it but I've read a majority of it god damn it and um I I that that, that one's my favorite it's where it all started this is a very special book to I think both Christina and I for many reasons. And the best part about it is that it involves a guy who smashes hamsters up his ass.
3: Oh no, he doesn't want to. He
0: <laughs> Okay. It doesn't matter if you want to or not. The thing is he still doesn't. It.
3: it does happen.
0: It yeah. Does. <laughs> Once or twice. Once or twice. It's yep. not like
1: it's not like the whole book's based around that yeah. or anything. It I mean, no. Yeah, it's a no. Song. No it's very subtle you yeah. don't even really know what you're reading until later
0: at the heart oh. of it it's really a romance isn't it oh it really it, i never thought about that but it is a love story
3: it's kind of a, a romance with fate or like um in a weird way oh. like you know, that um that started a- and then you know, came full circle a dance Art.
0: with fate.
3: Yeah. Okay, full circle then. I'll...
0: I fucking knew you were gonna do that. I was right. <laughs> You know, we've only right. been doing this for like ten minutes. I've already mm-hmm. had enough of you. Oh.
3: <laughs> 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 that, like, oh. I love you so much. <laughs> My mom say that. I I wasn't breastfed. <laughs> 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 None of my
0: other children. were were either. So we're we're used to this. Yeah, we're we have questions. Are you prepared, Christina? (laughs) Ask ask him a question. (laughs) I (laughs) I could ask him a question, but my first question is actually kind of heavy. Okay.
3: It is.
1: Do you want to? Do you want to start with
0: like? Yeah.
1: Do you want to go heavy or do you want to go light? What are we feeling?
3: can do everything we can yeah oh we're
1: gonna do it all oh Oh.
3: yeah oh
1: yeah you know what marion
0: let's let's start him out kind of heavy okay
1: so
2: let's
0: do this Mm. this is related to one of your more recent releases which was just another bloodbath at lake wobegon Mm -hmm. now the thing about this was i absolutely loved it but Mm -hmm. i had a very viscerally emotional response to this story which is available on godless and i believe amazon too correct my friend
3: yeah so, no uh just godless.
0: just yep. godless okay so it's very affordable
3: 100% mm-hmm.
0: recommend now it ended up dropping mm-hmm. at a somewhat sensitive and inopportune time given a tragic event that had literally just happened like within that week In the United States of America. And I don't want to give the twist away for folks who haven't read the story yet, but it had the potential to create some pretty heavy issues for you as an author based on potential reader reaction and response. How did you cope with that and prepare yourself for what could possibly come your way? given those factors
3: well i i think the story and I, i'll just spoil it because i just uh i first had this idea of a slasher campground slasher but uh what if the slasher killer is just shooting people It's um, a, a
0: it, child shooter
3: <laughs> yeah and uh so it i thought that was actually like pretty like horrifying just the thought because it just felt more real to me um it's, uh, and I actually wanted the people reading it not to know that that was going to happen because I wanted it to be kind of like shocking and maybe feel too real. Yes. Uh, but I wanted because I love like slasher movies, um, especially like the trope, the campground slasher. So I wanted it to be in that like almost protective bubble, like um, feeling like you're going to be in like sleepaway camp or something like that. And then all of a sudden it just, like, completely is fucked. And uh, you it feels, like, shocking. And, like, I didn't see that. Because um, that's kind of, like, I would imagine what it would be like to be actually in one of those situations. Mm-hmm. So you're just going out your normal day buying Pringles or something. And then, uh, and then someone starts shooting people around you. So I wanted to, to have that kind of, like, strong pivot where you're just like what the fuck
0: <laughs> oh and did it ever yeah I, because you know were- yeah go ahead i was just
1: going to say i actually he sent it to me and i actually pointed this out to him i i actually said are you prepared if shit goes down because it you know i always do try to look out for like just in case and i did ask him and he was just like story you know and absolutely because it's so funny because you're thinking that like the worst thing you're gonna get is this slasher who comes back you know after and it's not like even spoiling it because I don't really think it's the whole book spoiled you're still not going to be prepared for this like at
0: all oh yeah and it really slaps you in the face and I think the only reason that folks such as christina and myself were concerned about potential backlash was because of the timing, because you had just happened now mm-hmm. after i thought about it for a while i was like you know what we have 15 plus mass shootings in america yeah. every fucking week
1: yeah so, so like when's a good time to drop it
0: you when, know? Like- well that's the thing it could have dropped any other week and all of that violence still would have been happening The Mm -hmm. school shooting still would be happening. It's just that we had this one incident that was a little bit, that was more inflammatory that was on everyone's radar at that time. But at the same time, I was like, the, 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 the line in the sand is the fact that if it had been any other week, I would have read the book and I would have still had an emotional response, but At the same time, it's like, why would my emotional response not have been any more extreme than it was in that one moment? Because this stuff happens all the time. So the beauty about this story is that it takes something that's actually happening too often and it places it in that bubble, like you said, of familiarity, which Mm -hmm. we've already kind of developed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: this stuff happens every day, and we hardly even hear about it anymore. Yeah, and it's become an American trope. Yeah, and you took it and you put it in a classic horror trope setting, which then really brought to light how awful it actually is.
3: Oh, thank you.
0: So I was like, Oh my god, this is wild! Yeah, 100% recommend y'all. Oh, without a doubt, stamped
1: proof.
3: Well, and I, it
0: took a lot of balls to put it out yeah. at the time that you did to still let it yeah, fly. Yeah, because a lot of people wouldn't have done it.
3: So, oh, I only have one testicle. That's a mom's exclusive.
0: <laughs>
2: <Ooh.
3: Yeah>. He <laughs> laid his
0: only ball on the line he for did. you people, gave it to the devil for you. <laughs> and I
3: thought it would grow to make up for the other ball, but it never happened.
1: <laughs> you know? biology (laughs) how does it work right
3: I I wasn't really worried about reaction because I felt like that might happen and uh, actually the strongest reaction I got from that story was um, someone who I feel like maybe somehow I rubbed them the wrong way or something Uh, I could tell they didn't read the story but they left a review like this story was so boring it was like a one sentence review and they're like nothing happened this i hate something Wait. uh that was the strongest reaction i got um
1: it's like did you even read the damn book
3: like yeah. because
1: people who have read it can read that review and be like you're a fucking idiot like
3: <laughs>
0: what do you mean nothing even happened
1: nothing happened just you know fucking massacre <laughs> like-
3: <laughs> yeah, i i agree but I was also prepared. I mean Christina messaged me like you should maybe be prepared and stuff in case something happens and if it does I'll like have your back. Which I appreciate Absolutely. that. Um Oh,
1: I have no problem <laughs> going to bat for anybody except for a few. And I don't get a uh, few shakes not then.
0: I remember I remember uh, doing my TikTok, you and I were uh, kind of talking in the background when I was trying to figure out how to do my TikTok review on this one. (laughs) And I was like, I'm basically going to dance around this a little bit while still trying to impress how important it is. (laughs) I'm like, Jamie, I just don't know what to say. (laughs) Right.
1: Because I remember he was like, Christina, don't give this away. Because I haven't I know, had to, like, he's told me the same thing and I was spoilers like in mine. and he's like, Don't
3: do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I really did want to keep that that shocking uh whatever there. But I I was prepared if something did happen with like if so and so got upset. But the truth is was uh I didn't I viewed it more like I wasn't making it like any political statement. It was just mm-hmm. like a it was like a horror story like it's a horror it thing yeah. that,
1: what if this happened
3: that really happens and if someone got upset with that i would be like this happens um <laughs> that's your luck.
0: and that's what makes <laughs> it horror right yeah. the fact that this stuff does happen all the time and that you're not feeling anything about it until it's thrown in your face as a trope now yeah. all of a sudden you realize how devastating and how horrible this situation is in like, some kind of way. Like you yeah. need to
1: ask yourself why is this affecting me? Is it affecting me because I'm scared of this really happening? You know. Yeah. Like, kind of figure yeah. that out as a reader. Or not well, and just write some shit review that we're going to talk shit about. So.
2: Yeah. Nothing happened. <laughs> mm. God, I don't know who this is.
1: Just so I know, I can, right? like,
0: call him a bitch. <laughs> like, yeah. Because I'm Christina not in nice if you're listening right now, and that was you, Christina, don't know who you are, but she wants you to know you're a bitch,
2: <laughs> bitch, all
0: <laughs> caps, <laughs> underline, exclamation point, <laughs> bitch. Oh, and Christina,
1: you, you know, <laughs> I'll stop because I don't want to. I'm trying not to get canceled until the end of the season. Yeah, trying. We'll see how that works because I got a mouth on me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Hit him right. with another question. Oh, wait, he has more to say.
3: Please. Oh, well, I, say too, I, I think it is maybe like just part of my personality that I've always had where I was always like wanted to. I'm kind of a, I like to bug people or, or do stuff that, um, for, I had a teacher in high school that <laughs> I accidentally made have like a nervous breakdown, like, but, but this is a weird side point. I just like to like put, uh, challenge, I guess the status quo, because in that it was a computer class, and I would always do these pranks with her. And it was Mrs. Birch, and um, I found out the, yeah, <laughs> the phone number to the the room. So every time she tried to teach, I would call her from my cell phone. And uh, she kind of looked like that lady with lamb chop, if you know,
0: <gasps> Sherry Lewis. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: and uh, she just started like throughout the semester. Like she was just kind of like coming undone at the seams and um it was a computer class so like she was would... and i remember i got everyone in class and to take our wheelie chairs and we duct taped them in this giant thing <laughs> and uh another time i like made her face the background to every computer in the class um so i just kept that <laughs> i just so i was like kind of in trouble sure. and then when i was a teenager i was always kind of like getting in trouble um so i think uh some of that has translated into my writing because
2: mm-hmm.
3: if I see something like that I think's like kind of fucked up or if I see people that I might not um I think are like kind of like full of shit or weird or something, I might like kill them in a story or or <laughs> or do or do something with it um through like a creative process. And sometimes it is kind of meant to um Maybe make people feel uncomfortable or something along those lines. But part of me like likes that it does that in a way. Well, Um, the whole
0: point is to make people feel
3: something.
1: Something. Yes. Just feel something. Also, I'd like to, for the record, state that
3: Mrs. (laughs) Birch is
1: not a bitch. So Mrs. (laughs) Birch has my sympathy. (laughs) I'm not always a comeback, okay? I'm not always a comeback. Sometimes I have
3: feelings. um I had was absent from school because I, I think I had like skipped school with friends or something and we had a test that day so I, I had to take it the next day after school and she had a stack of the tests on her desk and when she wasn't looking I I took one that I saw had an A and I was just copying it um oh when she wasn't <laughs> and then she counted the on her desk um, and realized one was missing um so I but before that I asked to go to the bathroom I figured out she was onto me and I threw it in the trash in the hall and uh (laughs) she she eventually uh she started freaking out like really it was like the whole tea kettle like boiled over she knew (laughs) couldn't catch me and I texted (laughs) to get rid of the 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 test in the hallway so he got rid of it um and she was going through the trash in the hallway when school was out so the halls were crowded with kids and she was dumping the trash cans. This <laughs> five-year-old woman and she was like screaming and shrieking and dumping the trash cans in the hallway to look for the test going through the trash and I was just next to her going, Mrs. Birch, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, I feel like you and I have a lot more in common now. <laughs> 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 Like I'm
0: kind of a dickback too.
3: <laughs>
1: but I am a really nice person. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I was, I was, oh,
0: I love it.
3: Oh, I wanted you to know how Mrs. Birch died. So <laughs> oh,
0: poor Mrs.
1: Birch.
3: She's still around. Oh,
0: oh is she? Oh, thank God. Okay. I oh. was worried Shout out to permit. you, Mrs. Birch.
3: Probably. Yeah, yeah no, to you.
0: and now <laughs> you've been vindicated
1: because this butthole really is
3: it, <laughs> it I mean.
1: mrs Birch. It's oh
3: tough.
1: i'm gonna send her flowers, <laughs> send her
3: flowers. yeah the all right theater. oh yeah you have a
1: <laughs> i do i do i do have a question mm. so you started in october publishing on Goblins, correct
3: yeah um so I, I think I mentioned it before, but I went like six years where um, I was just, I was writing like constantly for, I would submit stuff to fantasy and science fiction, which um dad published like a lot of my favorite authors and from like the seventies and eighties and stuff. Um, and I would submit to a couple other literary magazines, but I would do it like once every six months and it would eventually... Nice. I think they get like thousands of submissions and then I just wouldn't submit for like six months, but I would keep writing stories. I just really enjoyed it. This was a time in my life. Like I really had um, not a lot going for me. I was uh, like, I like got like a DUI and I was having trouble finding a job and stuff. And um, so I just wrote like constantly. And then once um, I saw Godless existed, but it happened kind of like, in a uh, domino effect where I read the big head um <laughs> and I didn't know you could do that <laughs> like anything in that book I I didn't know you could be that gross or um because I had in some of my other stories like um held back or I was worried what people might think etc um so I read the big head and then I read dead inside and then I read Moonface by Simon McCarty
2: oh yes yeah.
3: And I just, I just like opened my brain to this whole new like subgenre I didn't even know existed. Um, and it was around that time I kept seeing Drew stepick's name pop up in these random groups, and I just became weirdly curious about him and like the Godless. I read more Simicly than I read Rain Havoc, and then I ju- I just started reading like these Godless people, and they just seemed like the coolest people and whatever this movement was i just wanted to uh be involved somehow and and so um that's how i wrote like hamster's ball was the first extreme horror story i wrote and then i part of it was inspired by dead inside because in that in dead inside he like repeatedly says not me it's just kind of stupid he's like i read it in this voice it's like not me i just fuck dead girls <laughs> and
0: so yeah. Chandler it really is <laughs> we have to like make sure brand. we tell him next yeah. week
3: <laughs> and I,
0: fancy pants 100% <laughs> Oh, that, that, yeah. Yeah.
1: with his glasses yeah. down yeah and,
3: and I got the idea I was like I basically was like not me I just fuck hamsters but, <laughs> but like the idea of that story came to me because I it just made me laugh I was like <laughs> really stupid um so sorry. it's
0: almost like a dead inside parody
3: <laughs> there's, there's a, a definite like line uh because the the whole book i was just oh my god and, and uh yeah so in a way it is the way the main character is like oh. just internal monologue i'm gonna i am going to i do just fuck this hamster i don't care about anyone. <laughs> nice i think
1: chandler it. will be very happy
0: oh my god chandler's gonna be thrilled he's gonna be like hamsters what and we're gonna be like look
2: <laughs>
1: we'll
0: send it to me. you we'll send we it got to you, you. <laughs> we know the guy we're gonna need a bonetti morrison collab <laughs> i do would not that, think would my brain will handle that something holy shit. i don't
1: think my brain could handle it i'm gonna be 100 <laughs> percent i
0: don't think (laughs) that is like two complete ends of the continuum oh break my brain i fucking love it so i i want to know what inside of your brain robert (laughs) was like hey i want to write a full-length novel i'm gonna write a full long book and i'm gonna make that book about a serial killer who slaps old people to death
3: well and then that's
0: how we get to slapping but like (laughs) what in your brain was like i'm gonna slap I'm going to slap these old fucks to death. <laughs> well,
3: that one actually came from, so I'd always watch, I, I'm like really love horror movies. And one of my favorite types of horror movies is the teenagers partying and they're all hooking up and eventually getting killed. Uh, I just always, for some reason, I always like those movies that split, and then I read this article about um, elderly people in retirement homes have like some of the highest rates of STDs.
0: They sure as hell do, my friend. Yeah. They sure as hell do. Yeah.
3: They're all having sex constantly and they don't have to worry about the baby. And um, and I don't know, just like gray genitals. And there's a lot going on there. So that was kind of the beginning of that idea. And um, I was talking to a fr- couple of friends and we're just um, like, just going back and forth and um one of them was time up this something strangler because uh, we live outside dc and i think it was like a dc serial killer and someone else mentioned like the butcher or something how they always have this nickname and i was like how come i was like wouldn't it be funny if someone slapped people to death and i was like the south slapper or something <laughs> <laughs> So I just took um, that was elderly people idea horror movie uh, and uh slapped and the <coughs> mixed them together, and I felt like it was a story. Like I wanted it to be longer because I felt like there was a lot there I could mess around with, and uh, that's how that book kind of came to be.
2: Oh,
1: you could it probably do this. So people totally can see it. I it totally
0: it. took me into that Bubba hotep space.
3: Oh yeah, and this I is had one it.
0: of my favorite movies. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I hadn't awesome. seen that. I read that, um, which I'm kind of glad, because um, <laughs> uh, that's like a classic. So, oh my
0: god, Bruce Campbell!
3: Yeah, I watched the movie after um, I wrote the book. I, I'm glad I hadn't seen it before because it might have scared me away from even having like elderly protagonists or anything. But uh, yeah, I think people seem to really like this one.
0: Oh my
1: god, yes! <laughs> well, there's so much to it. That's the thing is, there's so much to it, and you know that my biggest complaint is the old ball sacks. It's uh, fucking gross, and it's <laughs> all in that book. That's why it's feel. horror, Christina. It is. It's like my one like, <laughs> I can't yeah. stand old man balls, and I can't stand people spitting in each other's mouths. Two triggers that I didn't <laughs> know I had.
3: I spit in mouth in the next story.
0: Yeah.
3: I swear to
1: God, yeah,
0: I will add that to the outline. To
1: I can't like. There's just like, I can like read about babies being thrown into blenders. Ash Eric Moore. I can read about like just the most disgusting things. But if you yeah. write about spitting in somebody's mouth, or you have, write about old people balls, I can't.
3: Yeah, I can't. And I think I... a lot. Of old people came from my dad's very like strange. Um, he's like a he's a like a rageaholic a uh, hoarder. <laughs> wow. um and he's just like an interesting guy he kind of looks like Danny DeVito with hair or something <laughs> like he's not um and he's just an interesting guy and he collects stuff like he'll collect cowboy hats to, he went through a phase and it, it will just be like stacks of cowboy hats around him and he went through a, a phase with canes he would collect um so I always kind of, and then I have, like, a lot of weird relatives. Um, my Both my parents are from Cuba, um, so I think they're, like, kind of, like, a little more loud and stuff, um, even though they came when they were kids. But there's, like, I've been a lot of weird stuff. Like, my grandfather used to, he was a germaphobe, so he would stand up on toilet seats in public and crouch to, uh, <laughs> to poop. Like, he wouldn't even put the toilet paper down. And um, he always wore a bow tie for some reason but, your, but so he um, looked
1: dapper while he was doing it that's smart
3: but, though but your i think
0: your ancestral lineage is yeah. something fascinating i am into okay. it <laughs> without a doubt we're gonna need this
1: book this yeah. is the book right? we've been waiting for
3: it's a bunch of weird stuff but my the nuts thing i think came from um <laughs> <laughs> my dad uh also has had like health problems and one time he was in a hospital and he's wearing this gown, and I posted in a subcom about it recently. Because, uh, but he like did something where like his gown open, and it just looked looked like a bunch of deflated party balloons or something down there. Wow. Uh, and uh, I was I was kind of sh- I was didn't know what I was looking at exactly. And it was the same time he asked he needed to wipe, and I accidentally passed him like an alcohol wipe. Oh my <laughs> god! And uh, he was like screaming and stuff, but. Uh, <laughs>
1: I would think so. I yeah. would assume that that is a natural reaction. Yeah.
0: But you, you pro- said I didn't know what I was looking at, and yeah. my brain automatically was like, "Your future."
2: <laughs> oh, <maybe>. Your future. <laughs> oh, <maybe. laughs>
0: we all end yeah. up in that space unless yeah. we're lucky enough to die first, <laughs> or lucky enough to have
3: vagina. Yeah. It's not a foreskin it's a 10 skin right so
0: Uh, here's a, a a very interesting tidbit for both of you um for folks who get laid up with medical illnesses that require them to be bed bound for several months it only takes about a week for the testicles to become so swollen that they are literally the size of a bowling ball
2: uh-oh. now
0: i was aware of this what? as far as it goes for gel it literally will inflate to the size of a yes because it's dependent edema it's where all of the fluid settles it happens to settle in the scrotum but christina what i would just like you to know is this is not a problem I'm that listening. is specific to men i recently was informed by a group of icu nurses that it also happens to the vulva so i went to the google and i was like vulva edema in icu patients and had an entire google image page full of images of vulvas the size of watermelons <laughs> because up. when you were on Here. your back for that long you're will swell Something up like, like whoa so just imagine your dad and his old man balls were like laid up in bed for <laughs> months on end they would they would be enormous
3: i've actually seen that before in person oh. <gasps> me too, <laughs> me too. <laughs> Yes. It's
0: horrifying.
3: Yeah, it is really horrible. But thank
0: you for validating me that I am not shitting people's dick because this is <laughs> real.
1: Yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Doctor Google just no. showed you. You can't look at
1: this. You yeah. can't look at this. What are you yeah. doing? Uh, Super yeah. Nintendo map world. Okay, got it. Okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm going to need people going to need a palate cleanser.
1: Look at me. Look at me. Hear me. Look at me. Hear me. Don't
0: fucking do that. <laughs> Don't Google that but google it <laughs> to start with testicular edema in icu patients and then switch over to the vulva you're going to want to start with the test the testicular is a little less uh horrifying
1: <laughs> um well jamie now i have anything. so many
0: questions i'll answer all of them for you at the right time <laughs> Hey, I have another question for you that is similar to my last question, but slightly different. So when you decided to pull together a short story collection, and I'm pretty sure this was your first short story collection, um, which came first, the title, Small Stories to Read in One Shitting, or The concept? of creating a collection of stories people could read across multiple poopings?
3: I don't know how it came to me, this one per se. Um, I just, I know that I had seen a couple of people put out books of drabbles and I didn't know what a drabble was. Um, And I was really familiar with flash fiction, but I think I was just like, oh, that's a cool concept. But I hadn't seen any horror author or, I don't even know what this genre, of this particular one, would be, but maybe like splatter punk or something. But um, splatter poop book. But poop,
0: uh, poop is it a poop chap?
3: A poop. A poop chap. Yeah. A
0: poop chap.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a, a neat English gentleman made poop. Um. <laughs> a poop but, chap book. Yeah, I thought of that. I hadn't seen a bathroom book from, like, the horror community, uh, at least that I know of. So that kind of was where the idea came from. And I thought that it would be really neat to have Drabbles, kind of like microfiction, um, flash fiction, some, like, poems. And and I thought if I could just kind of make it a kind of creative reading experience where no story was a huge commitment. um, And if they didn't like that one, it was over in three pages or Sometimes one page or half a page. You um, even just,
0: have like borderline haiku in here sometimes. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Um <laughs> I just the uh, full and I actually wrote this faster. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so good.
3: And I wrote this. I was like, I'm not usually very fast to get something out, but this one I was very inspired weirdly. And I wrote that whole book in maybe a month. Um,
0: wow.
3: That's literally
0: like one entry a day Mm -hmm. yeah yeah there's
3: like that i was i would knock out like a story a day because they're that short i could do that and i would edit them um...
0: yes
1: i love it i love it and i have to say my favorite story is in this one and he knows because i talk about it all the time it's called rundown that's my favorite (laughs) it lives rent free in my brain
3: oh and it
1: will I would have loved to have had much longer but it works and it's sad (laughs) like you're gonna be pooping and you're gonna be sad so like
3: well that one um are you familiar with the comedian Stephen Wright
0: oh my god yes
3: well that one I
0: would (laughs) sorry continue
3: (laughs) Well that one i uh I was doing a Stephen <clears throat> impression uh, I was just really bored one day and I just made up a bunch of Stephen Wright like jokes um and that idea for rundown um came from like a joke I made up in his voice where it's like, um, it was like um something it was like wouldn't it stink if we're all made of wood and it rained and hailed or something <laughs> and that was the whole stories uh, just came from that a few of them come from like just a weird random um like seeing eye dog I don't know if oh my remember.
0: god I love that story so much
3: yeah that one came from a joke I used to do was um have you ever been so lonely you dress up like a dog just to trick people into touching you oh my god <laughs> <laughs> ah. was, that's how I came up with that story you can
0: get seeing eye dog on Godless, y'all, mm-hmm. and it is a trip. It that is a trip. Yeah. Oh yeah. OMG! My favorite one from the small stories to read uh, in one shitting was Ed Gein interior designer because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's really it's really like a one-liner stand-up joke, you know. You yeah. and me, we have a shared love of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> but as yeah. an interior designer, I was like, how do I not absolutely love this?
3: <laughs> so like more, more skin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it really deaden up the place.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Just saying no.
0: laughs> so great. Oh, have you got another question for him? He's got so many fucking books. I know
1: well, that's over oh, what,
0: like, what are we? we we're all almost only at like I, nine months.
2: Oh.
1: I
0: have a list of hold on,
1: I wrote them all out one, two, three,
0: four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 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 14 and I don't know if I wrote the last October,
1: fourteen, maybe fifteen.
3: Oh, yeah, because a lot of times I don't feel. Like, I'll see someone like Ash Eric Moore or um, Ash Eric Moore. And <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. That is an extreme situation that no other human being on this planet can I live up to. I yeah. like to think that there's, like,
1: 14 Ash Eric Moors.
3: I think there is. It's kind of like the Anonymous with the mess <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Ash Eric Moore is legion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... He literally splits himself through, like, mitosis. Yes. <laughs> There's yes. a whole band of, like, five Ash Eric Moores wearing skeletal masks in his upstairs yes. study writing books.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> but they have become, like, skeletons because he won't let them out. Yes.
3: <laughs> I think what is, at least for me, as, like, a, an author, a creative person, and um, important... Cause I have gotten to that thing where it's like, holy shit, uh, he's sorry, putting out a book, like an actual book, like <laughs> not just a short story. Like he's putting out a book, um, a month almost. Yeah. And so it can make you almost feel like you're not doing enough or something. But it's interesting because, um, cause it's easy to try to like compare yourself or something. Mm-hmm. But one. Which, what I think is really cool, especially with like the horror community right now, is like everyone is providing something pretty unique. Oh, yeah. Uh, so th- he's creating something that is like completely his own. And then um, Simon McCarty and Sean Hawker. And it's just like so unique. So it's almost ridiculous to... I had it like just for like a brief moment, like, oh, I need to get to work. But it doesn't... My process is maybe a little a little bit slower than that mm-hmm. but I think I am uh, putting out stuff but and I hope that it gives people something that uh might be like unique to them or a new unique reading experience I would say
1: and <laughs> I that actually kind of, that <laughs> actually kind of rolls into one of my questions um you know we go from hamster's bowl to your newer stuff and there's such and Mary and I were talking about this before there's such a difference in your writing voice from that to now. I, I don't wanna say that your newer stuff is for smart kids. I mm-hmm. don't wanna say that, but that's what I mean. When I say that, um, the vocabulary is higher. The writing is tighter. Like a hamster's ass. Um, the
0: comedy is nuanced.
1: Yes. And it's more like um, the two rows diverged in a wood. Like that. Mm. completes and bounds from what you started with, but at the same time, not because you wrote unfit. And that was actually, I mean, hamster Ball was the one that I, Caught my attention, but unfit was the one that I knew that you were going to go somewhere because that one affected me so harshly. And I was like, Do you have kids? Like, you almost are like, You're not prepared. I wasn't prepared going from that to that. And then you have, you know, this one. <laughs>
0: merry christmas i don't really feel like i need to talk about this one
1: just get it and read it friends just get it and read it
0: it's a holiday classic it
1: is
0: (laughs) but giant amounts everywhere
1: for everyone yes but my thing is that you can watch you go from one end to the other and i think that that's interesting and everyone knows i'm a fangirl of yours like it's not a secret you know but seeing that is impressive to me there I don't have a question. I'm just making statements
3: uh, Well, what's interesting is you say that um the so two rows diverged in a wood, um the nurturing hmm you
0: know? yes, yes, that's the one that popped into my mind,
3: yeah, and um which was one of the confederate ghosts and stuff yes, um, and then what was the third one, the last one for um lonely and or murder lonely road to nowhere those all three of those are actually older uh like a couple years old Um,
0: wow Hmm.
3: I actually uh like just edited them um, because I had them on my computer and maybe added some stuff some stuff I've learned along the way um and then I released them like so those three are maybe like a couple years older than hamsters ball, um, so
1: you were writing the smart kids stuff early. I like it. I like it.
3: <laughs> but I have like, um I, I think it depends on what in my mind the story sounds like or feels like, because um, my tone might change or the writing style might change slightly depending on what the story mm-hmm. kind of feels like to me in my head. Like the two roads diverged in a wood, I, I knew I wanted it to be this kind of like fluid. Um, almost like he is like he was shot in the stomach, and he's going through this road, and he's seeing all the stuff from like back in time. And I wanted it to feel like, in a way, he's kind of like flowing through life, mm-hmm. and also like the life of the universe in a way. And then to his death, um, which I, I wanted to have that like fluid kind of narration to it. So, I think it just um, maybe depends on the story in particular. Because, and then I've written some stuff that's also older, that's like one I haven't released called The Burp Snart. Uh,
0: So, we're going to go how we are all symbiotic to the the universe to The Burp Snart. (laughs) I I feel that. That's what's wonderful about you.
1: (laughs) Right. And that's you say that but it's so true like he has something for everyone
2: <laughs> it's you the want range. comedy
1: you want and that's i think that's something that people don't realize is they see you for you know hamsters ball they see you for the slapping they don't see that complete range
3: uh it's nice yeah um actually the the collection i have with T next year um, is a lot of stories that I think you would, you would enjoy, because they're kind of more, they're before I found extreme horror, but I already was a huge, like, Clive Barker reader, and um, so there's gore and stuff like that, but um, they're more, like, heady, I guess, in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, more, like, really dark Twilight Zone. Um, oh, ex- I
0: freaking love
3: ex- it. Existential, like, really weird. Um oh I'm sorry. You said existential. Weird... I'm like the existential
0: <laughs> I know, like, Both Christina it. and I were like, oh! <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> You say that, the E word, I'm on yeah. it.
3: And that one's called uh Voice That Speaks Backwards. And I think it'll be out, out in June. Um and that that one I'm excited about because these are like some of my favorite stories that I haven't released. Um so and I have a comic book that's being made um that'll be in the back of the collection which I'm yeah. really excited
1: I've seen a panel and it's it's amazing
3: oh it's yeah. really cool
0: awesome yeah oh my god I'm so excited I'm so excited <laughs> I love reading books that make me question yeah. my purpose for
3: <laughs> <existence>. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> what's kind of weird about it, like all of the stuff is uh like I said I had been writing for a long time and it was kind of like the quintessential um, guy in his mid twenties that um, I guess other people might be like, Jesus, what, that guy's going nowhere <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I just wrote all the time um, and, and stuff would get rejected, but it wasn't until I found like godless that other people other than like my girlfriend would, would read my stuff. And I've just been like, so, blown away that people even enjoy it or or like it and yeah it's just really been a neat since october it went from like only rejection to all this really neat stuff happening so
0: that's <laughs> wild to me yeah all of a sudden the tide turns just completely yeah. complete 180 for you isn't it amazing well. how that goes <laughs> it really is it, yeah. and that's the thing
1: is if you hadn't started on godless like would we be here
2: you know what i mean like yeah
3: uh, no i like credit that and i always be really thankful to drew because i credit him with i mean he created something where i could share my work with people and I, it wouldn't be the same if i just released on amazon
1: right
0: right uncle drew man uncle drew out there taking care that of guy. all of us that
1: guy yeah. he's a mover <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right my babies <laughs> We're going to take a quick break because it is time to give Uncle Drew more mad props and to shout out our home base, which is Godless. And then we'll be back in like 20 seconds and it'll be time for the Rapid Fire Four. You get the first round. Brand new. Of brand, brand new Rapid Fire Four. We will be right back. kids looking for a way to affordably access the best and wildest independent extreme horror currently in existence godless horrors is the place to be go to www.godless.com to gain access to thousands of extreme horror and splatterpunk books from the genre's best and brightest independent authors godless horrors offers every title in their catalog in a variety of formats to ensure compatibility with your favorite digital reading device. Strapped for cash? No worries. Godless has a fantastic collection of free titles ready for instant download, with other titles in their collection rarely exceeding $3-$4. Again, go to www.godless.com or download the app and tell them what the fuck you're looking for. Come join the Godless tribe today forever delightfully deviant forever godless
2: god oh <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way,
1: I'm trying to make a word come, like a word happen and it's bitch licks. And I don't know <laughs> why, but I really fucking like that word. So here's the thing for our listeners. If you know where bitch licks comes from, DM me on Facebook and I will send you a gift.
3: I like that you've read probably like <laughs> over a hundred thousand books and I all can build. <laughs> to create those words together
1: <laughs> no no it wasn't me it wasn't me it was another author uh, it was an author who wrote it and I don't know why but like it stuck with me and I told them I'm not saying him or her I told them that I was going to try to make it work and I'm going to work it into every single fucking episode I'm in this season Christina, bitch licks
0: Christina, I'm great mm. stop trying to make bitch licks happen <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna happen that's so fetch. right
1: and i told this person i was like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna work it into every single episode so None if you true, know what and I'll, I'll send you a gift i'll send
3: you something special all right <laughs> Thirty in that movie, wasn't she, Rachel uh, McAdams?
0: I think they all were.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: it was like Tobey I...
1: Maguire in Spider Man. Like he's uh, eighty-seven. Yeah. I fucking mean? love it.
0: Shh, I no. love Mean Girls. Okay. Oh, uh, mean I, Girl. I am ready to ride this Mean Girls wave throughout the rest of the season. Don't it. Right. Let's do it. it to me. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> Bitch licks. Are you ready for the yes! rapid fire? Yes. Four. <laughs> oh. <laughs> four yeah. questions. Yeah. Four answers. Zero time to think ahead. We need an answer immediately. Welcome to the thunderdome But a bump let's bump. do this. Christina yes. hit him.
1: Okay. If someone was to write a memoir, what would your title be? A
0: um, memoir about you.
3: Yes. Oh, nice. I mean. I swear I don't do hamster butt stuff. <laughs>
0: oh, nice.
1: You <laughs> can't prove. That's I do a
0: hamster good one. Butts. Yeah. You can't prove that I do hamster butt
3: stuff. <laughs> uh,
1: I like that answer. Well,
3: Christine, another one. Um, to make an RJ spaghetti, you have to have flaky meatballs. <laughs> <laughs>
2: flaky meatballs. And
1: now. Like, now, yeah. I only think about balls.
3: Ah. I was <laughs> thinking uh, chlam- chlamydia is just a state of mind, right? Okay.
0: <laughs> okay, real life. I was a unit secretary on a maternity unit, and we had a lady come in who was going to have a little girl, and she didn't know what to name the little girl. And in the waiting room, we had all these pamphlets on STDs, and she saw chlamydia on the one no. STD and decided that's a pretty name.
3: Oh, uh, please. <laughs> and tell we me had to be
0: like, joke. no, that is not a joke. And we had to be like, oh, no, honey, you don't want to name your baby COVID. <laughs> that's a venereal disease. <laughs> <laughs> that's setting her up for
2: failure. <laughs> oh. All right,
0: question two mm-hmm. Are you ready? Mm hmm. If I sat you down and put an explosive collar on your neck, Battle Royale style, and told you you had 30 minutes to write a book for me and Christina's as kids or the collar would explode and your head would blow up, what would the children's book be called and what would it be about?
3: Children's book would be called The Darkness is just light flipped and, <laughs> and it would be about a group of people living in a neighborhood and it's always nighttime and they're scared of the light and the creatures that come in the light and you learn that they're all vampires but they're pacifists and then all the good people are trying to murder them I mean all the how did
1: you just come up with that
3: I don't know made it up (laughs)
1: okay well
0: we're done. Okay, so if you're not watching on YouTube, you cannot see my facial expression right now. But um hello. What? <laughs> Gonna need this ASAP. Thank <laughs> you. Um, that would be a great book for elementary kids. Oh yeah. <laughs> like my nine-year-old going on 10-year-old would fucking love that. <clears throat> Can we get that?
1: Yeah. So yeah, you know, now what? that it's in the universe, we need it
0: the darkness is just the light light flipped
2: mm-hmm.
0: oh my Oh my god yeah okay write that down Chris mm-hmm. <laughs> hit him oh, with number sorry.
1: three sorry I was hearing like scrap scraping it's the vacuum cleaner like, oh I was just happening. saying no
0: that's just my laugh oh <laughs> <laughs> Next. When we when we do the listener surveys, they're all like, you guys are great, but tell Marion to stop fucking laughing like that. Christ. Like, (laughs) how do you I know, I know, I know what my flaws are. Give me a fucking break.
1: It's like the uh (laughs) review you got. Like, fuck off. If I wanted your opinion, we'd give it to you. Shut up.
3: Well, it's you remember Santa Muerte Claus had the on Amazon Roy and Susie left a review. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
3: Yeah i just fuck com- them
0: hoes
3: i just picture like a couple from the midwest like oh no <laughs> fuck but you I'm-
0: roy and Susie my laughs yeah. my laugh <laughs> right mm-hmm. like a no. bunch of reading karens
3: yeah oh. but, uh, they're in the santa muerte Clause too which should be out in december so <laughs> fuck yeah. and they're not gonna go well for them <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna die
0: I- Again, Roy and Susie,
1: this is gonna be great. Yeah. So the next one is sorry, I had to make sure I was right. Which character is your least favorite, and why?
3: Least favorite, as like a person, like if he was a real person or if they were a real person, or just
0: who, when you write, like who is your least favorite? Which of your characters are you like, fuck that guy? Yeah.
3: Hmm, <laughs> this is a hard question. Um, I think a lot of the times, maybe um, it's the peripheral characters that um, in a weird way, I, <laughs> I dislike them. So I like having the protagonist even if they're like awful protagonists, having an interaction with peripheral characters where the peripheral characters might be like more closer to the norm of society. And, uh, and the protagonist is kind of having a, a weird interaction with them because they're not normal. I would say maybe I don't like those kind of people. Uh, Not, not in general. I like most people, but maybe those are the characters I dislike the most. And I think you have like a, a school principal named Darissa or something fuck that hoe yeah Ah! I I put her in this um, so she's a good example I put her in this thing I'm I'm a book I'm writing now so she uh, because I know she's annoying and just what I picture her being like I put her in this book uh, I'm gonna and I know I don't like her as I'm writing it and um yeah it doesn't go well for her either (laughs) I'll just oh my
0: god I have some names that I'll dm you later (laughs) So just so everyone knows, right? just so everyone knows,
1: Darissa is my kid's principal that I called inept and told her she sucked at her job. And I informed her that I would be at the school board to make sure that her contract was not renewed because I'm a cunt canoe. (laughs) So, But the teacher loved me.
0: I mean, weeping. So just so you know, a really excellent reason to make friends with RJ Benetti is that he will use his books to kill the people that you hate. <laughs> any
1: any guy, anybody in this flatter community, like you can oh. have hits out on people
2: in books. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Oh. But
3: just going through daily life, there's always a person you're like, God, that guy sucks. Like yes! <laughs> I cross him in the lobby all the time and he always looks at me weird and doesn't say hello or I don't know. <laughs> hey i'll just make a character like that in a, as a peripheral character in a story just because also i find it funny mm-hmm. these fun um, yeah it's just fun to kill them
0: oh it's fantastic well, because here's... i can't write to save my life yeah so me neither somebody has to. i mean i can write nonfiction, but i'm not good at fiction yeah. i'm i'm just not a creative bitch
2: I'm
1: all
0: right good. are you ready final last one final mm-hmm. question if you suddenly came across a very disgruntled and angry michael myers in the wilderness which trauma response would you default to fight flight or freeze
3: oh definitely fight
0: oh fight tell me Not more nice. about it
3: flight i would run flight
0: <laughs> <laughs> Smart.
3: Smart. <laughs> he never runs and I mean the people that That's get a killed point. Him,
0: oh get, now here's the thing he don't have to run to catch up with you son
3: but I think their problem is they'll run to a house and stop and I mean he eventually he, he reaches the house <laughs> right. they just run to their car and drive to like San Diego I I think they'd be okay
0: okay you might have a point <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. i find this logic to be sound mm-hmm. so congratulations Validated. you have successfully survived the test of the rapid fire for this time
1: oh thank you welcome
0: thanks. the very first brand new rapid fire force season mm-hmm. two thank you rj so much for coming here yes. and hanging out with us even though you knew we were going to torment you for like yes. two hours you're an yeah. angel you torment
3: Tell the know. people
0: about the stuff that you've got coming.
3: So I have, I have a lot of cool stuff coming. Um, I'm collaborating with Brian Berry. So that's, that's exciting. A slasher we're working on. I don't want to reveal too much, um, but basically it'll be. I'll just say it. it's a conjoined twin slasher. They're conjoined twins. Nice.
0: So fucking excited.
3: And it was going to switch POV. So like he'll write, uh, I named the characters Leo and Nard uh nard will be like a skinnier conjoined twin <laughs> nard.
0: which yeah. one are you leo or nard he,
3: leo he's the bigger like
0: you're leo okay nice no, no.
3: leo i'm nard
0: oh I'm you're there. nard oh that yeah. makes so, that track that yeah that <laughs> makes sense
3: yeah <laughs> and you you both will be in the book
0: we're so excited yeah. wait
3: a second yeah no, i'm scared so
0: <laughs> i am not scared i'm rich. i'm always scared I'm yeah.
3: scared. hopefully that'll be out next year um I have Santa Muerte Claus 2 North Pole Necrofest um oh, nice. which will be December I hope um and then I've been working on like a longer um work which will be it won't be a novella it'll be a little longer than that um probably like 200 pages or so I think um called Satanimals and it's like uh yes possessed um animal story uh,
0: and we may or may not have an exclusive cover reveal on say t- animals for you uh, t- yes <laughs> All on the mothers <laughs> of mayhem facebook community group at some point in time here so
3: yeah so i have those um and i'm working on a story with josh davis which he just um announced yes yesterday and he he approached me with that story idea he messaged me and It was just so disgusting and funny, and I hadn't heard this concept before, so I was really excited that he he reached out.
0: That and then is
3: exciting. Hopefully, have I have the DNT collection. Um,
0: Congratulations, uh, that's awesome.
3: And then next year, I'm gonna probably not have monthly releases anymore, because um, I want to work on like novellas, uh, kind of Brian Berry, Tim Tim style, how just kind of create little longer pieces so i have some good ideas for those yay and one of them is a uh, saturday night cleaver face <laughs> it's a i hadn't seen a disco themed so it'll take place in like a studio 54 type place and it's a creature okay, um mm-hmm. as i was thinking and then uh another one of <clears throat> that damned tooth saw chewed me to bits and it's oh! uh, it's a uh, kind of a Texas Chainsaw Master type thing, except the chainsaw has teeth, like human teeth on it. Ah! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that one will probably be my next after Satanos. and then I have an, an ET, uh, alien, uh, extraterrestrial horde thing I want to write. Um, that will take place in a water park. Oh. Uh, then i have one that takes place in an arcade with poltergeists so i have like all these ideas that i want to create these longer pieces so hopefully they will all be next year um if i can crank them out at a good pace and they don't suck hopefully
0: (laughs) Uh, i'm pretty sure they probably won't yeah (laughs) And all of that is very exciting to me <laughs> oh my god right i'm uh, not huge into alien horror per se but as soon as you were like and that takes place in a water park my uh, brain was boom, like it,
3: what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so For that one, that one's more gonna be more like the thing uh extraterrestrial so oh, nice if you like that movie uh it kind of not exactly like that, but kind of a similar type.
0: I came here to yeah. chew bubblegum and kick ass. Oh, <laughs>
3: you're
2: thinking of they will live.
0: Gum.
3: Yeah, that's they live. Is
0: that they live? That's, that's they
3: live. Uh, the thing is, yeah, um,
0: Kurt
1: Russell.
2: Yeah, yes! Kurt Russell. Yeah, It's
1: one of the only horror films that I
0: actually can sit through and not yeah. grow up on myself. I love Kurt Russell. I was just thinking about He's him okay. yesterday and how handsome he still is, he even is. when he plays Santa. Mm-hmm. Have you watched that Kurt Russell Christmas movie on Netflix? Oh, oh my god, have? he is the the hottest fucking Santa I have ever seen in my life! Um, I love him so much!
1: Tim (laughs) Allen is pretty. No, I'm just Uh, teasing. What
3: are you doing though?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can understand that. I can understand. Is that is that Dwight in the background? I'm sorry.
0: Yes. (gasps) Give us one more shot of Dwight. Oh, hi, Bubba. We love you. Like, Oh.
1: oh my God, they're still around.
0: RJ, while you give us more Dwight. Where, uh, if the people would like to contact you, where's the best place for them to find you or to reach out? What do you like?
3: Uh, Facebook is kind of the thing I'm most active on under RJ Benetti. And uh, I'm always, I I love when people message me or if they've read a story or something. Um, So, and I also have a Facebook group now, which is just weird memes, movie stuff, uh, what people are reading. Yeah,
0: um, <laughs> we have a really good time in that group. That group is called Benetti's Buddies, and it's basically buddies with an L, so B L U D D I E S. Thoroughly recommend that you join that group because it is fun, and everybody in there is sweet as candy. Well, I'm in there,
1: so I know that's a lie. Yes. Well,
0: you haven't been a bitch yeah. bag in there yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm on my best behavior. I feel like I save all of
1: that for my
3: Facebook page. Yeah. So they can they can join or or message me. Um I'm always like hearing from people. Yes. And cool a few people had that had reached out who had read some of my stuff are now going to like put out their own stuff. Um and it's just cool to have like those connections because I genuinely I'm really appreciative of anyone that checks the stuff out or reaches out so uh yeah, feel free to reach out or if you ever need advice or anything like that, even Yay. though i'm r pretty-
0: <laughs> j is also a member of our Facebook. Mm -hmm. community so you can come join all of us in the mothers of mayhem official facebook group Uh, just post him in your comments or in your posts we will approve that shit and you can get straight to him in our fb group you can find links to the mom merch store Uh, the more you support us hopefully the better quality sounding shows you will get (laughs) We have not yet uh, gathered enough income to upgrade our sound equipment and uh, we're working very hard on that, but we know that sometimes this is not great for you guys. We're doing our best. Um, you can also find our Ultimate Fan Community Reading Soundtrack Playlists, which I update, especially on Spotify, all the time. But you can find the links to both the YouTube lists and the Spotify ones, which are constantly growing. You get exclusive info. You get content, giveaway opportunities. We have a new giveaway happening right now for Huge. the start of this season. It is Huge. a new. Enormous. And no one's like taking <laughs> me up on it yet. It's know, a sign, need- Chandler Morrison.
1: It's a sign, <gasps> Ryan Harding. Oh my god, I need all Mike those- box Oh my god, I need. So, all like, three- what the fuck is happening? I will I'll miss- take fight all those people. bitches for
0: myself. Like, I don't even <laughs> care.
2: <laughs>
0: and as always, you can send your questions, comments, pictures of dildos for Christina, as well as memes of my mortal enemy. Zach Attack Baggins. Fuck that guy.
1: Love him. Love
0: him. I fucking hate him, Zach Bergens. You heard me, Baggins. <laughs> I don't know you personally.
1: But I hope you but appreciate I
0: that. hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and you can send all of that stuff to our email address, mom extreme podcast, gmail.com. That's m.o.m.extremepodcast@gmail. podcast at gmail. If you are listening, rather than watching on the YouTubes. Visit our Anchor homepage and leave us a voice message. You might be surprised to hear your own voice bleeding at you through your favorite podcast streaming platform in an upcoming episode. This content is an exclusive bonus only found on our uploads to pod streaming services and was a lot of fun to have going last season. Finally... Thank you once more to singer-songwriter Amigo the Devil for allowing us to use his song, Hungover in Jamestown, as our theme. Until next time, go raise some hell, children.
1: Make your weird book mommies proud.
0: Yay! Thank you, RJ! We love you!
3: Thanks so much for having me. I had a blast.
0: Oh, yay. We'll have you back again. Bye, nerd. Goodbye.
2: Life is a joke, and death is the punchline. Life is a
0: joke.